When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Sassy. Sit back, relax, and let the journey begin. To see the cards from today's episode, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sassy Tarot Pod. That's S A S S Y Tarot, like a regular tarot. T A R O T P O D. Sassy Tarot Pod. Welcome to another adventure at Sassy Tarot with your host, Veronica Osorio. Music featured today will be by Peter Mark Kendall. Y hoy, and today, vamos a hablar del diablo. We're going to talk about the devil. What's that? The devil. What? Major Arcana number 15. The Devil. Uh-oh. We've gone through so many stages of this journey. But we couldn't slide by without facing this little shit the devil now the image of the devil sometimes looks so nasty Alec was saying that the devil has dad bod (laughs) concluded a zaddy the devil looks hella ugly. It looks like Mina when she gets mad at me because I haven't fed her. (laughs) She thought I was going to wake up to feed her and I just go back to bed. (laughs) That's only for me and my roommate and my cat. A horned figure with bat wings and an inverted pentagram on his forehead with literally hairy pants, hairy legs, but he's kind of like a, what are those like flute people (laughs) who wear like short pants? They're like old timey people, but just like the pants look, get all the way to the knee and that's it. Fisher pants. Well, imagine he's kind of like wearing flute pants. <laughs> flute, flutist, medieval flutist uh, pants. 
but instead of pants, their hair. Wow, that took me a while to get to. Okay. Big. Gritches. What is gritches? Britches. Is that a B? No, that's not a B. This is not a B. <laughs> Peter rejects that as a B. Okay. I appreciate it. Please send more notes. I will make fun of you and it will be a thing. <laughs> Sorry. Why do I need to be such a cunt? Because it's fun? Yeah. Could this be the devil? It's one of them. It's one of my fucking devils. The calves are fat and kind of like blist blistery. I want to say they have blisters or holes. Lepery. Lepery. They're lepery. He stands in a column with like bird-like legs holding a torch. Looking straight at the camera. Chained to that little stone he's standing on are... It's a, it's a ring and then two chains. Each one of them go directly to the neck of a man and a woman who stand there naked with tiny little horns. Just, you know, just chained to it. Oh my God. Sometimes it's so delicious. Like when you wake up early and immediately get drunk with friends and chill. Or maybe have like sex all day and forget about what it is that's happening outside. Right? Chained. Chained to this addiction. This delicious thing. Mmm. The sweetness of the chains. The woman has like a grape tail and the man has like a bush tail. The chains are loose enough that they could take them off if they wanted, but they don't realize. I don't even think they realize they're chained. These human figures could go anytime. So this is our first clue into the devil card. No matter what chains you may have around your fucking neck, when you feel that you can't escape this thing that you just love doing, but you know it's low. Remember that you can always take the chain off your neck. Always. It might feel like a huge struggle. It might take days of rehab. It might take telling everyone around in your life Listen, I'm going through this one thing and I need you to help me. Or I'm embarrassed to say that I am blah, blah, blah. It might take a lot of force of will, strength of character, things you've never experienced before. It might take crying and sweating under blankets while tied down in your extremities. But you can take the chains off. Another sign. Another clue. There's an inverted star. And there's the horns. Well, so this is a pretty clear image, right? Kind of like this Christian thing of like the inverted pentagram is like the antique. Antichrist and the horned beast and the space space goat <laughs> scapegoat. <laughs> There's a space goat. I have a, a little booklet called "Animals Who've Gone to Space." <laughs> it's really sad. It's really animals who've gone to space. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> These babies don't even know what the fuck is going on while they're like being launched into outside of the Earth. Pretty not cool. <laughs> to just send like a like a what do you call those goat <laughs> no what's the other one a lamb send like a little lamb or a little monkey straight to space in a little space suit 
and tie his little like seat belt and he just like gets all the way up there and it's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> if i was an animal being launched into space i'd be so confused <laughs> anyway not too much fun with that probably i just have too much empathy for it <laughs> i just feel really bad about it it actually happened damn the inverted pentagram means the left hand path black magic but in reality what this means let's just start with what a pentacle is to me in the tarot every single pentacle in the tarot in the traditional raider weight radiant raider weight has a pentagram a drawing of a pentagram in it pentacles that's where they get their name from five five points five pointed star right so it it's said that the pentagram represents men it because the pentagram the coins that you see in the deck is materialization things that go from from feelings and then ideas and then like chemical alchemy to a thing that now exists in the world in the world and not in your brain not in your mind not in your like wishes it's there and they say that the highest expression of materialization is when uh god materialized into the men or more like men is god materialized right because where the fuck do babies come from like i know about sex but like when does that thing get activated <laughs> big questions i mean not to get into a weird topic but i just i don't know every time i see a baby i'm like Where do you come from? Where were you? We're not here. That's fucking wild. Like now you have preferences and things that you want to do and things that you're going to cry about and like experience and music you're going to buy and it's going to be shitty. But where do you come from? Where were you? It's so weird. Babies come from sex actually. <laughs> A note that Alan gave me. Thank you. Our producers are just informing us that babies come from sex, actually. Good to know. Should have thought about that. <laughs> well, thank you. Glad you Google that. You have several tabs open. Took you a while. <laughs> um, so, why is... So man is a great expression of the life force. Everyone, they say anything, but let's just say every animal, everything that's alive has life force inside of it. It's a mysterious thing that makes you be alive. But we're still a flesh, in the flesh, right? We have a head, two hands, and two legs. So that's a pentacle. It's like the head, two hands, two legs. So if God is the opposite of the devil, Well, obviously, one of the greatest creations of God or an expression of God, let's just say an expression of God, because giraffes are pretty fucking dope. One of the best expressions of God, which is like the incredible being that humans are. Well, then the opposite of that will be an inverted pentagram, right? So it's representing the man upside down, I would say. The man upside down. So it's kind of like... Spoiler alert. Us. They talk extensively. They don't talk extensively about the shadow, but they talk about the shadow. And I kept thinking, this is the, the devil card. This is the devil card. And it represents... I have a bigger analysis for that, but I really don't want to get into it that much. But if you haven't seen the movie, just know that I'm going to talk about it and give a little bit spoilers through my analysis okay so they do talk about did you watch it guys 
Am I ruining it for you? Us? Okay. You? Peter? Did you watch us? Did you watch us? But you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm about to spoil you. Spoil it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Damn. Well, I'm being considerate. Um. So this mysterious figures appear and turns out they're like shadow versions of each one of the people in the world. And it was the shadow, shadow, what word shadow was used. And yeah, the devil is us. <laughs> It's the one of us who lives underground it's the one of me that I'm embarrassed by that I actually have to deal with that I fight sometimes that I have to figure out how to keep basically on a leash hopefully hidden away but you can't just hide away a full person you know that's called kidnapping And weirdos in the middle of the country do it. But I ain't gonna do it. Like they, like it doesn't happen in LA. What a fucking shit. <laughs> like LA is like... Whatever. Let's not get into that. Just know that I'm self-aware right now. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> Motherfucker. Okay. What the fuck was that? Aha, uh -huh. shadow self. You don't lock anyone in a basement without fucking having to deal with it at some point, right? They die, you become a murderer. You release them, they, you go to, you know, you get, you go to jail. Forever you have to be hiding that shit, right? The devil card is that thing we have to hide. Thing that comes out and has scissors in its hands and wants to cut us. Some people call it the evil twin. Right? <laughs> My two best friends say that I have an evil twin that is so good at convincing the other one. And it's true. And that's that. But you know what? Christ, Antichrist, right? The star inverted pentagram. They're all reflections of yourself. They're just like that version of you that it's more animalistic. It's that version of you that has been socialized and refuses to socialize. <laughs> It refuses to do things not the animal way. There's godlike and without body ethereal and then there is with body where you have to fucking poop and you got your period and you need to like sometimes are about to kick someone who's doing you a tattoo because it's tickling you you know or hurting you so couldn't that same part that's animalistic have grown and had a childhood and grown up to be a full person if it's part of a human and humans have such capabilities couldn't they be a more evolved version of an animal just like humans are it's not howling at the moon but is drunk in a club trying to be like gropey <laughs> you know is that different very it's the parts of people that society has decided that we all don't need to see I mean don't don't get me wrong I'm happy that I don't have to see everyone poop <laughs> only select friends I'd be like yep let's <laughs> just keep talking I don't want to interrupt it just because you have to poop you know <laughs> but in general I'm glad that the rest of society don't get to show me that if I don't choose to 
It's a part of you that knows that you should not do this thing that you said that you wouldn't do, and yet you go ahead and do it. Even worse, the devil is a part of you that when you're doing what you're doing, you don't even dare to admit to yourself out loud that you know that you're being a shitty person. For example, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going there to like hang out. I'm not gonna like try to fuck him or anything. <laughs> yeah, bitch, yes, you are. That's what you're trying to do. That's why you're going there. What are you talking about? Like, I'm sorry. Can't you admit that to yourself? By the way, this is an example of something that happened to me. And I was headed out and Jose, my husband, was like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going to do this thing just to chill. And then he found out that someone I like was going to be there. And he was like, oh, you're trying to fuck him? And I was like, no. <laughs> yes, I was. If I admit it to myself, you know, but it took me a second because I didn't even understand that that's what I was actually doing. I wouldn't even like dare to admit to myself that that's what's actually happening. Well, the devil is a sneaky creature and you know why? Because it looks exactly like you. Because it's you. I always say that the best thing to do with the devil is to instead of hide it away, like it doesn't exist, lock it down and kidnap it. One of the greatest things that you can ever do with it is express it through art. Let it out sometimes. Play a prank on your family. Maybe... God, I mean, at least start looking at it in the face and be like, yeah, you know what? I'm a selfish bitch. I am. I am annoying and I like when people have to change the trash and I try to skip it as many times as I want as I can and I like when people get mad because I'm saying something that's good for me and they're envious of me and I sneakily try to manipulate people into giving me shit I use people I don't value myself whatever it is that you need to admit to yourself well that's a good hello to the devil you don't have to play with it but you can say hello after all it's part of you so this major arcana what other symbols does it have flaming torch torches see from the tarot book I'm, I'm reading one match can light a whole room. Should you choose to see, you can find the way out. So this card says that you're not chained to it forever. It's not a chain, it's part of you. Integration is necessary. The devil card also looks like the lover's card in a very, it's like very, very similar. It's basically the same, but like goth. So it's kind of telling you, well, if the lovers is the integration of the self, and the integration of yourself with another see the reflection see how another person coming to your life reflects you back so what you get is what you need what you are well if the devil is a version of that card but goth well there's a lack of integration there's a lack of understanding that you are two sides or, or multiple sides it's there's a lack of, of seeing how you the other reflects you back and instead picking fights or trying to manipulate them or trying to harm them harm them or like um, become addicted to certain things that they give you instead of being like i'll integrate myself and then i'll come to you and you'll reflect back that integration to me if you cannot handle it you'll leave my life someone else will uh, reflect that to me so the torch means that you can't get out. You can't get out. It just takes the decision to do it. It just takes the decision to do it. And you know that the decision is real when you actually decided and do it. <laughs> not when you decided and keep not doing it. But when you do it. Because 
in life. The only thing that matters is actions. Words matter and they're beautiful, you know, for art, for certain purposes to understand each other. It's the only way we have, but actions truly speak louder than words. So, the devil. You can let it out. You can paint some shit, you know, paint your pains. How much you want that drug, how much you want that thing, how much you want that sex, like whatever it is that, it, that ties you down. Just let it out through art or I don't know. You figure it out. <laughs> okay. What else do we have? So if the devil has a lot of positive cards around it, it can be a little more like the situation I'm describing, like a full Sunday fucking. <laughs> well, good for you. Um, or maybe eating a little too much, but because you're with friends, you're with family, it's like the holidays. So it's a little bit, yes, the devil side of things, but... Ultimately, if it's with positive cards, it means that you're letting the devil out in a healthy way or in a, in a way that's like positive for you. But if instead it's accompanied by a lot of negative cards, well, we're talking about bondage. We're talking about ego, fear being trapped, being addicted, being a victim of your own desires, um, trapped because of your own choices. There's bondage, there's materialism, there's anything that doesn't match like a peaceful state, right? Devil with a five of swords, I'd be like, get the fuck out of whatever it is that you are right now. Why? Because the Five of Swords is the card of someone who's in it to win it. Who'll sharply use words and cut people in order to just win. And the devil is like, mixed with that, that's like really dark. So in a love reading, you see something like that, I'd be like, you know, you got your warning. If you don't listen to it, that's on you. And then you can also self-reflect like, whoa, am I being this person? Am I like trying to win no matter what the cost to a point where I'm like addicted to this to the point where this is the person I am am I chained to this like behavior if you see the devil and the lovers there's like an integration and like maybe a cycle that's happening with another person maybe it's a cycle of yourself where like you get moments of like integration and you feel at peace you understand who you are you you see yourself as you are and there are moments where you're like fully out of control and don't understand what the fuck is going on <laughs> the game of this podcast is is Veronica telling her life slowly but surely unraveling the worst in little clues and, key and keys <laughs> the answer on the next episode so a devil as a general energy, I would say that there's, depends on the cards too, right? But I would say that there's an air of weakness towards temptations, desires. Uh, there's an air of maybe you're dealing, maybe people are showing you their devil sides in, in that moment in life and like you're having a lot of coincidences and people are just treating you a certain way and you're like, or maybe you can expect that to happen and be prepared so that you can tune in with yourself and be real centered, right? Kind of like Temperance last episode. The devil and the empress can be someone who's capricious, who wants like things the way they want. Princess Paris Hilton. <laughs> the devil and the emperor can be like someone who's thirsty for power. Someone who has like an agenda regarding a group of people, someone who, yeah, who wants to control as a mean of like protecting themselves. Someone with a big ego. Devil with higher offense. We got the entire Catholic Church. As it is. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. 
I was raised Catholic. <laughs> but it's that whatever stigmas there are about the Catholic Church, right? The, the reality of that. The devil and the chariot is almost like getting ahead by like at all costs, by all means, like with dirty means, dirty minds. The devil and any kind of love card means that there's like kind of juicy sex, especially with wands, especially like the devil and an ace of wands, the devil and the knight of wands. That's a person with an STD straight up like you should get away. A devil with like the knight of wands could be someone who's going to fuck you and go and they're going <laughs> to <laughs> wow, I did not know. <laughs> That's kind of how it feels. They just come and do that and then they go. And you're like shell-shocked. <laughs> Alec is shocked. <laughs> I challenge you to not be currently upset. <laughs> wow, that was cool. And <laughs> the timing of it hurt me. It hurt me personally. I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel attacked, Peter. What the fuck? All right, well, if you see the devil with the knight of wands, the person's gonna fuck you and go. If you see the devil with the ace of wands, it's like lust for power, lust for, for, for this recognition, lost the lust of ego devil with strength is that you're battling some hardcore demons inside of you my god I'm not gonna say the devil with each one of the fucking cards but what I'm saying is the devil as dark as it looks as hard as what we just talked about is as as real as it gets with it It's a malleable card. It's not... I think every card is malleable. That's why I don't read reverses. It's because sometimes you just can feel the card. And sometimes you see a devil and it might be surrounded by hard cards. But for some reason, that one specific read, something's okay about it. Some Something about this devil is like standing out or making it... you know, better. So we've seen enough major arcanas and I've talked to you about combinations enough for you to maybe, maybe you're, if you're at this point of the podcast and maybe you're learning to read the tarot and maybe you have been reading it and like learning the meanings. I think you know enough to know when a card feels a certain way. You know, when a card's swinging one way or the other, I feel like you have enough relationship with the cards to know. Well, this fucking devil, I know it very well. And this this, this is like winking at me in a, in a positive way. And then sometimes it's winking at you in the negative way. And you got to feel your instinct. Don't second guess yourself. Don't doubt it. I love that. The devil is one of my favorite cards. I think because my birthday is 6-6 six, six, and people in school, they always teased me about it. And uh, when I was in seventh grade, I went through a horrible breakup and depression. And uh, people, here's what happened. My cousins, my cousin was in the same school as me. So we spent the every afternoon together. And during the afternoon, she was like, you're so pretty, which is code for I hate you, bitch. And then in school, she would be like a mean girl and I'd be a dork. And I had this boyfriend and I'd lasted six months with him from the end of sixth grade to seventh grade. But it was weird because he had repeated two grades. So he was like way older. And he also like looked at porn in the bathroom, famously smoked. And I was like, literally did not speak until the seventh grade. And I think she got mad at it. 
and started being like, I need, I need him. I need him right now. I need to talk to him. And then would take him every break and like talk to him until eventually he broke up with me. And a week later he dated her. And it was like too crazy, too humiliating. Cause this person I had to keep seeing in my house. Cause she's my cousin and she's coming to my house like every week. So it's fucking torture. And then she got sick <laughs> that week. And then she started spreading that I was a witch. And then it caught big time. And so up until like 10th grade, people were like, careful, she's a witch. And I was like, that gave me like a character to play. And I really liked it. And I was like, yeah. I had, and I had this big crucifix in my thing. And I started using it like as a chain. And then I would go to my theater classes like dressed in all black and they'd be like we saw her walking around the school dressed in all black because like, I didn't have any friends anyway might as well have fun with it you know it's <laughs> so fucking fun anyway my point is that part of the devil energy that I learned I learned from that experience <laughs> I like fucking with people <laughs> <laughs> I really do. It gives me special pleasure to fuck with people. I also learned that sometimes your biggest enemies are right at home. <laughs> right at home. And it also created a bunch of demons for me, like the traumatic experience. And I've been dealing with them forever. So... See, the devil can be manifested in many different ways. And if it doesn't feel good, just ask yourself, like, is this, am I being a victim of my own goddamn self? Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too yourself is what should be happening. I do it all the time. And people around it, around me, make sure that I do it too. They're consistently reminding me that I have problems. Anyway. <laughs> Motherfucker, you're like just, you're this fucking people. Guys, I think that's been enough. been enough I want to pull out some cards I want to pull out the cards what's in here oh I don't want to use this my most like holistic feminist indigenous natural gorgeous deck is the deck that I'm the most afraid of. <laughs> I never pull it, I never take it out. I never use it. I never know what it means. It makes me so angry. I'm like, motherfucker, mother earth. And I, I'm not afraid to admit it. I don't care. Is it because I'm so disconnected from the culture? No, it's because the medicine woman, it's a medicine woman tarot deck. And some people out there are fans, and I really think it's gorgeous. Every time I, I do a reading with it, it ends up being gorgeous. And every time I do it to myself, I'm like, ooh, this is amazing. But that deck takes the meaning of every card and makes it something that's like healing about it. But what they pick and how they pick it and like what exactly is the healing part of it makes me insane <laughs> it's as if it was a world like it's just it's a, it's like a therapist every time I go to a new therapist I ran away after I run away after like three sessions I spend the first two telling them all my traumas directly and frontally and then the third one they start telling me shit and I'm like bye <laughs> they're like do you know about boundaries and I'm like mm, yeah the boundary of never having you in my life and it's not cool. That's exactly how I feel about that tarot deck. It just rates me too well. I don't like it. I like when people are sneaky. And if you're my therapist, you should know that and apply it. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
This is lit. It's lit, Peter. Okay. So right now I'm shuffling some cards because we're about to do our interactive read, our reading, where you think of something that you want to ask the tarot in your, in your little brain, in your little baby brain. Think of a thing. And I'm going to pull three cards and I'm going to put them on the table and I'm going to tell you, you have to pick one of the cards and then I flip them, I read them, I tell them, and then you go and do your fucking life. Okay, I'm shuffling. Every day I'm shuffling. Rejected. <laughs> Rejected. Okay, guys. Have you thought of what you want to ask the cards? I haven't. Usually shuffling distracts me from asking the question. Because I'm also giving you instructions and looking at whatever Peter's doing. And, um, yeah, it's generally, you know, hosting the show. <laughs> Let me think of a topic. Tell me about... Okay, Hey, tarot deck, please help me pick the card that will help me with this subject matter. Say your subject matter. Thank you. Okay, it's ready. This is, this is hot. I'm using the good tarot, one of my favorites, because it's not so harsh. The good tarot gives you a positive message. Okay, let's just cut it. Putting card number one, card number two, card number three. Now you have to pick a number between card one, two, and three. <laughs> Don't tell me that your card. Now I have to pick a number. Wow, I picked a number. Okay, guys, if you picked card number one, you get the nine of fire nine of fire that's nine of wands three full cycles of of work this is talking about seeing the fruit of your labor labor three times over this is speaking about something that has had several stages and you're almost at the end of it or you're like feeling pretty much completed, pretty much like you're you're almost there, basically. Sometimes this card can indicate a time where you feel like when is this going to end? <laughs> Even if you like it, you, you're just like, OK, it's, time is coming for me to go. I mean, you may love your friends, but, you know, 20 minutes before you want to go when you want to go. That's about the time I take take more because I speak too much okay I talk too much is what I want to say uh, this card talks about being a little paranoid a little bit feeling like no one's here to help you or like everyone's attacked you or like you've had to work alone you've had to complete all these stages on your own but this, the, the good tarot is kind of more hopeful let's see what the book has to say because this is a good tarot deck for that I don't like every single book, but those are beautiful colors. Peter's buttons have beautiful colors. Nine of fire. What could it bring? Caution, uncertainty. Reevaluating circumstances. I don't know if you're putting more music than wah wah. <laughs> Sorry. This is what I'm hearing. Right? Okay. It says, I need to stop, wait, <laughs> and look around me before. 
Okay, this changed everything. I need to stop, wait, and look around me before proceeding further. My sense of uncertainty is my inner wisdom telling me to bring illumination to my situation. So if you have uncertainty about something, now you know that it's because you need more information. To allow insights to arise and guide me before I take my next step. Questioning is good. I will look carefully to see if a different path may be right for me at this point. Yeah, it's stopping to look back and check it out. Who knows what's back there? Just don't get paranoid about it. Don't get paranoid. Don't rest in your laurels. You're about to finish. I hope that made sense for someone. It's not the card I picked, so I don't care. <laughs> If you pick card number two, you got the five of water. I picked this tarot deck because it's nicer and all I can see in this five of water is wasted emotions, disillusionment, and sadness. I am so sorry. It's a little bit dramatic. It's kind of like I have a friend who's going through a marital crisis right now and they can't see past the situation right now, right? They're like, every detail of the situation imbues them and, and imbues, I think this is the word I want to use. It's like over their head with details of the current situation as it is. But funnily, of course, I can see how this is really good, but I'm not a person in the relationship. So I can't be like, hey, Don't you see the opportunity that you have in front of you right this moment? Because most people see the three cups that have spilled, not the two cups that are right behind them, ready to be taken whenever is the right time. So if you pick card number two, you might be feeling a little heartbroken, a little bit overdramatic, a little bit kind of stuck in a feeling that you've wasted your fucking emotions you feel like maybe no one sees me maybe i am just invisible maybe but you're not and people can see you do the, all the drama maybe um, i don't deserve love Releasing grief, allowing sadness to rise and fall. Forgiveness, the ebb and flow of emotion. I feel the fullness of my emotion as they wash through me. The ebb and flow are part of life and I am present in my feelings today. I fully forgive myself and others and let go any emotions that were holding me back from acknowledging the truth. I deserve the freedom that comes when I release what is not longer working for me. I make amends to those I may have harmed when emotion was coloring my perceptions. I surrender any resentment, resentments to the divine, knowing they can be transformed into miracles. Fearless inventories lead to liberation. Fearless inventories. I love that. Fearlessly take stock of what the fuck is going on in your life. And as much as it breaks your fucking heart, realize that you have a better options somewhere if you picked card number three the fool <laughs> yay i get happy when a major kind of comes out because it's just so exciting so here it is i like a, a non-gender descriptive child just tooting tooting a horn is this a horn tooting a horn <laughs> They don't know anything. They don't even know the ripples that the decision they've made to start over has created in the universe. But those ripples are going to come back and fucking skyrocket them. How interesting. The fool is as if floating in a, in a, in a wild land. It's nighttime and it's got wings and it's not fully ethereal. 
if you pick card number three, you're starting over somewhere in your life. You're about to begin a new journey that you know nothing about. And yet you're happily embarking on this mission. You know what this is about. This is a card I picked. And uh, I know what this is about. It's coming. A whole new side of the journey is coming right your way. And it's because you decide to take a leap of faith. It's because you decide to go for it. You are like, I'm going for this. <gasps> Could this be about this thing I was uh, researching today? I don't know. See? I'm just like any of you guys. <laughs> I'm actually worse because I know what the cards mean. And like when they fall, I'm like, seven of one, five, five of cups. And then I'm like, they resonate with me on the rest of the fucking day. It's a nightmare. So if you pick the fool, you know, you're starting over with something. And the more as much as something can like literally run you over, smash you in the head. <laughs> there's no stopping you, baby. Because this is your life mission and what you're supposed to be doing. Hell, I can't believe I'm telling myself those things. I'm like disassociating or something. Also, if you feel like you would be good at playing an instrument, maybe you can start. What neighbors are you gonna drive crazy? Who cares? Wow, a brand new beginning. How wonderful. Okay, sorry, sorry to be more effus effusive, elusive, effusive about my own card. But it's not my goddamn fault that y'all pick shitty cards. No, they're not shitty. They're just empathetic. If this didn't resonate, remember it's a general read and that I fuck around a lot. All right. I think this is another episode that we have in the can. I think we've successfully read the tarot in a very general way. I think we've successfully helped you in this journey, this musical journey of the tarot. The tarot? What are you listening to? Fucking lit. It's Peter Mark Kendall. And of course, with all the wisdom, knowledge, intuition, and farts of Veronica Osorio. <laughs> You guys are the best and I love you. And check me out on Instagram at Sassy Hair Pod and also um, just subscribe and give us five stars if you want. And that's it. Bye bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>